The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys. And I know this is not the typical time that we go live. It is 6.30 p.m. Um, yeah, I'm up late. Uh, Got to watch out. Don't want to turn into um, some more gremlins. But there were just there's stuff I got to get done and you know, the unpacking and all that stuff here is kind of throwing my schedule off. Love all the hashtag CCs. I freaking love it. You guys are the absolute best. I just had to talk about some things while I could with training camp on the verge. And I, I'm going to be out there every single day. Um, really excited about that. What's up, Jason? There's just some terminology that I think needs to be discussed to kind of clear up. Um, before we get to those points. So talking about the difference between PUP and IR and what that constitutes for the roster and all those different things. But most importantly, we got to talk Nick Bosa. I wanted, you know, I've been sitting down and looking at contracts for defensive tackles, which have been going out like crazy, and I love that, for edge players, all that stuff. But I want to get you in tune with what I expect the Nick Bosa contract to be and when I expect it uh, to be signed. And, you know, we're going to look back at when was the Kittle deal done? When was the Debo deal done? When was Warner deal done? Because the Niners have set such a clear precedent for what that looks like. Um, it's oh, here we go. Jack, what's up? And he says, Bosa 20 years, 5 billion. That's money well spent, my friend. Um, that is money well spent my friend um josh what's up he says how many fights this training camp well the fact that they're already bickering on social media i don't know if you saw this but frankenstein brandon iuk you know warner turned him into a monster and we saw it all season long iuk is different and so credit fred warner that he came out and posted you wearing a white shirt defense usually wears white offense wears red uh you wearing a white shirt i'm coming for you and Lenore, he didn't back down one second. That's going to be the matchup. That is going to be the matchup. Iron sharpens iron. And Lenore, if he can, we saw what he did in the playoffs. Ooh, I'm pumped, man. There's going to be a lot. And usually you get one or two the first day just because everybody's so anxious. It's hard without pads and all that stuff, but it doesn't matter. You want to hit somebody. And so it's an inverted bell curve on fights. I, I totally believe this. And we always used to talk about this uh, in coaching staff meetings. Like, okay, we got our first padded practice. There's going to be fights. So right at the start of training camp, there's fights. And then it's going to cool down. 
And then when pads come on and people get tired of going against the same guys, it picks back up. That's just the way that it goes. Like the Jets, I think, had three or four fights their very first practice. I, I don't want to see that. I do like to see some of the 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 fighty, you know, chippiness, but not a lot more of that. Um, thank you, Jason. Appreciate the hat love. I just got this one out of the box today. It was it was shoved away, and I'm going through the bathroom or the living room stuff and the bedroom stuff, and I found it. I was like, oh, how did I pack all my white hats? That was just a fireable offense. I'm just saying, oh, what's up, Jason? Appreciate you, man, in the super chat. Show with some love. Much appreciated. Um, Jack, yeah, Warner bullied B.A. into manhood. It's weird, man. Uh, how you respond is who you are as a man. I believe that. And, you know, I believe football reveals character. Yeah, it builds it, and I understand that concept, but no, no, no. The fact that Brandon Ayuk went through high school ball, junior college ball, Arizona State ball, 49ers ball. It took him three years to come out of his shell. Uh, two years. Because eventually you just you get put through that fire. And whenever you do that, it turns up, man. What's up, Melissa? How are you? It's so good to see you. Uh, Demo is a beast. She has been on the Demo train from early on, myself included. I, I was a big fan, so uh, absolutely love it. Uh, and so this this is awesome. Right here, man, that's right. We've got an extension to get to. We got all these good things. I'm excited. This is episode 901. Um, we just had episode 900 um, yesterday. Now we're at 901. We got Wayne and John and Wayne show in the morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Wednesday, we got training camp. So And Wednesday, I'm excited about this too. Not only do I have training camp, I get to record with a really good friend, Marco. Ah, oh, man. I don't know what time that's at. I need to make sure. Yeah, so that's going to be at 6 p.m. Wednesday. So Wednesday, you're going to get a double dose. And, you know, this is something I've been wanting to talk to you guys about as well. With me being at training camp every day, what I'm probably going to do is just go live from my phone after training camp's over with some quick notes, kind of a 10 to 15 minute quick these are some of my impressions that i had i'm going to be there with notes galore i have printed up all of my roster depth charts with numbers and one through 99 numbers it reminds me back my first two years i was in charge of scouting reports for the football team i was at and so you know i'd have these meetings with other coaches this is what we're looking for this is whatever else and i love that process so i went and got the old form out and i'm trying to build a scouting report off the team like i don't know the team and so if there's some things that you want to see, I want to know. So you can put them in the chat. You can email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com, Twitter at JL underscore Chapman, Instagram, 49ersRushPodcast, Facebook, wherever. We're going to get it. Now, here's what I'm not going to do. And, and I want this. I keep saying this because I already know I'm not charting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> completions and all that. I understand all eyes are going to be on Lance and Darnold, and rightfully so. My job is to be the filter that catches the things everybody else misses. So defensive tackles, tight ends. Yeah, I'm going to be watching some of the quarterbacks, but I'm not watching every single one of their throw. Um, that's just not happening. Jack, look at this. The Puritans used to say, the same sun that melts the ice hardens the clay. There you go. Look at that, dude. I love that. Steven says uh, the defense this year going to be elite, even better than last year. Average points allowed per game will be 13. Wow. That's impressive. I'm with you, though, Steve. Steven, sorry. I think this defense could be better. I really, really do. I, I, I really think so. 
And so we'll have to see what it is. <laughs> Shot J, the man, like, subscribe, Patreon. More support means more sacks for Bosa. It's a, it's a scientific fact. It's just what it is. The more you support, the better Bosa will be. It's There's a Venn diagram somewhere. Melissa, John, you're covering camp. How do we get that lucky? You're the, I appreciate the kind words. I'm just showing up as a fan. I purposefully, I, I, have, I don't think I've told this story. I purposefully decided not to apply for credentials despite being asked to, and I might regret that, but I know who I am, and I know I'm already overworked, and I don't want the work balance to be even more crazy, so I chose not to go that route. I'm just going as a fan, man. I'm going to be sitting up at the bleachers. Come say what's up. I'm going to have my notes out. I'm going to be jotting down, and if if I, I, I'm not going to be rude. I don't, hopefully, I'm not that guy, but during practice come say what's up i'm gonna say what's up if you want to hang out afterwards i got you uh you want to meet up for coffee beforehand i got you but while they're out there i'm gonna be kind of a nerd i might even give you a job you come over to me if you're at training camp i'm telling you i need you to watch the tight ends and i need you to tell me when this guy gets in and who goes next after this guy or i won't be putting you in deep i'm telling you you come say what's up while that practice going on i put you to work <laughs> the old coach chapman gonna be coming out that's what it is but you want to help, man. I got forms for you to fill out. I got I got you covered, baby. Uh, we're, we're going to be having a good time out there. I'm very, very excited. And one of the things I'm most excited about is just seeing people again. Man, I hate the long gap between, you know, football playoffs to now. Usually we do draft content and we do a draft meetup. Didn't this year though, and that sucked. So I, I'm excited to see everybody. It's it's just what it is. And so, man, really, really appreciate that. RTP says, yeah, don't need to overwhelm yourself. Um, becomes not fun at that point. I don't want that. I'm I don't want to get burned out. Charlie, Coach Jevin, I love it, man. Love it. Um, so yeah, that's right, Jason. Blue collar, man. It's what it is. It's it's what it is. Spotlight 49. Is that CG? What's up, CG? We get to collaborate on your show soon. Yeah, it's CG. Let's let's figure something out. I don't know if you're coming out for camp or not or a game or something. Let's figure something out, CG. Uh, message me on Twitter. We'll figure something out, man. Um, let's see right here, Steven. My attention will be on Wilkes and the rotations he uses secondary. Thank you. Thank you. How much man? How much zone? How much three safety sets? Are we doing dime packages? Ooh. Where is Jair Brown working in? Is he working in with Hafunga? Is he working in with Tayshawn Gibson, is he doing both? Is he just one? Is he getting some nickel snaps? Oh, yeah, man. There's my list of things to watch. No way in hell I'm going to be able to accomplish that. Not even through the nine practices I'll be at, every one of them. But, uh, yeah, I'm just pumped, man. Oh, I'm, I'm pumped right there, Jason. Soak it up like a sponge. That's right. Man, what's up, Johnny? We got all kinds of great content creators and great people in here. What's up, Johnny? If you haven't checked out Johnny Dale's Football Academy, I was on a business call today. I haven't told Johnny this yet uh, with somebody that's trying to help me set up a new website and all kinds of stuff. Lots of new, exciting things coming your way. And we, we were on this call for about three and a half hours. That's why the show's so late. And we were going through different, you know, Niners content creators and where I see my place. And he brought up Johnny and his channel. And he said, you know, the amount of time that he puts into each individual video. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't want to do that. I can't do that near as good as Johnny. So why would I do that? Because Johnny does that. And he's the best 
Johnny's better at it than any other team-covered guy out there. And so if you haven't checked out Johnny Dell's Football Academy, if you want to learn football, the X's and O's, nobody better. And just such a cool dude. Um, so, yeah, we've had him on the show. We need to get him on the show again. Um, all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to show that one, Jack. I appreciate you, though, brother. Um, I, I, not a lot of appeal today, man. I, I went running this morning, still haven't showered. I've been working nonstop. So, anyway. Now, I do have to bring a correction to start this show. And I love y'all, man. Yesterday was the 900th episode. We started with the best of series. We're going to do that again today. And I misspoke. I misspoke big time. And it breaks my, like, I hate that. Carlton Williamson. I don't know why I kept calling him, calling him Carlton Williams. His name is Carlton Williamson. Um, he was the best number 27 ever. He went to Brown High School in Georgia. He went to college at Pittsburgh, University of Pitt. I misspoke. I think I said the name incorrectly probably four or five times. The amount of emails and DMs I got, so thankful. When I misspeak, correct me. Please, please, please. Y'all are the quality control of this show. This is live. I can't go back. If it wasn't, I would have deleted that episode, went back and recorded it back in the early days, but now everything's live. Um, so yeah, it's what it is. Debster, look at that. I'm here for John's red cheeks. You got them, girl. They don't go away. Santa Claus got to do something in the off season. That's all I got to say. So apologies to Carlton Williamson. Unbelievable. Did not mean to misspeak. And thank you for all you who reached out to educate me because I need it too. It's a community. It takes a village. Now we are to the best number 29 and we'll finish the episode with the best number 30 to ever wear the 49ers Jersey, uh, number. And, man, a lot of fun guys that didn't qualify for the best ever. Um, Anthony Lynn, our coach, um, he had 26 carries for us over two years, you know, reserve special teamer, but it was cool. Uh, you know, he he was around, and I love seeing that, number 29. Glenn Coffey, y'all remember him? He wasn't good, <laughs> but he retired after one year to go into the ministry. Uh, no qualms with that. You do your own thing. Uh, more power to you, but not the funny thing. I don't want to say that. I don't. He tried to come back to the NFL at age 29, and it was too late. Nobody wanted him. And so it just kind of stinks because who knows? Maybe he would have bust out. He only had 2.7 yards per attempt uh, through only played one year, but it wasn't very great. Uh, but he's interesting because I feel like he's – that's a story. Glenn Coffey, you either know it or you don't. And frustrating because I actually liked him. I was excited to see what he would bring, but it's what it is. Chris Culliver, you remember him? Current player wearing number 29. That's right. Talanoa Hufunga. Now, what's crazy to me is he already has a 15 approximated value score. This is pro football reference. Basically, they try to weight everybody's career. He's got a 15. He's already got one Pro Bowl, one All-Pro year last year. His first year starting the NFL, he's an All-Pro freaking safety. 20 games started. Listen to this. This is where it gets crazy, and we'll put it into context here in a second. His first full year of starting, four interceptions, one pick six, two forced fumbles, two sacks, five tackles for loss, and 129 tackles. Plus, you go back a year before, the blocked punt by Jordan Willis against the Packers. He fielded it, ran it in for the touchdown. We win the divisional round because of that play. Huge. So Hufunga has done that. He's only started for one year. Now, Joukowsky Tart, fan favorite, love him. He's incredible. Now, he's worn lots of different numbers. Um, you know, he was with us from 
2015 to 2022. All the way up until last year and didn't work out. He he has a 19 Navy score. Hufunga, 15. One year starting. Chikwaski Tart, 19. That dude had 64 starts. These are his career numbers with the Niners. Four interceptions. The same that Tart did his first year starting. Two forced fumbles. His career. Same as Hufunga's first year. Four sacks. He doubled up Hufunga there. 21 tackles for loss. That's impressive. 367 tackles. He was a tackling machine. That's kind of what he did. He was just a really good tackling guy. But you compare what Hufunga's done in just over a year, and it's just like, it's impressive. Not to besmirch Tart. That's not what the goal is here. The goal is Hufunga's that damn awesome. He's that good. And we had no idea. This time last year, everybody was saying Hufunga can't cover. Hufunga can't cover. Hufunga can't cover. Yeah, all right. All right. Things went crazy quick, didn't they? Uh, <laughs> um, things went quick. Scott says, good morning, John. Good day. Always great to hear you in Oz. Great. 49ers Intel. I love it. You are incredible. Um, yeah, Glenn Coffee. He said, I love that guy. We we all liked him. Culliver. I was really big on Culliver. I liked him a lot. Um, and so, yeah, look at this. Jason Huff's going to be an All-Pro this year again. I hope so, man. I really, really do. Now, yep, right here, Josh. Wilkes and Hufunga will be a nasty combo. I will say it. I've said it so many times. When Wilkes was hired, the player that this will benefit the most is Talano Hufunga. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tommy says, I knew Huff would be a beast. I'm a USC fan. Yeah, you don't hide that very well. And he was <laughs> amazing in 2020. Yeah, he was the all-pack 12 defensive player of the year. Literally beat UCLA by himself. Gold helmet guy. Yeah, he's awesome, man. Um, RTP, love Hufunga. Just can't call him the best yet. He's not the best yet. He's not. There are more players. Ahmad Plummer. You remember him? 2000 to 2005. He had a 26 AV score. Um, he was the number 24 overall pick in the Tom Brady year of the draft. It's what it is, but he was a first round pick 68 starts, impressive 12 career interceptions, three tackle for loss, three seventeen tackles. Yeah. So that's a mod plumber. He was around for a while, but the greatest number 29, the greatest right here. RTP knows what's up. Don Griffin. Look, David calling it out. Freaking love it, man. And, and giving credit to both like minds. Shout out to the man. I love the edgy. I didn't I didn't know Don Griffin. I didn't know him. I, I knew I knew who he was, but I didn't know how great he was. I jumped in. I got real big in 89, but again, I was I was a little kid. I was tiny. But that's when my 49ers fandom started. And so, like you look at Don Griffin, 1986 to 93, 59 AV score. Really, really high. Doubles up a mod plumber. Um, he was a six-rounder from Middle Tennessee State, two Super Bowls. And what, what sucks even more is that he left the team after 1993. I don't know the details in that. But if he would have been here one more year, he would have been a part of three. Uh, but that's okay. So he won the Super Bowls with us in 88 and 89. 114 games in eight years, 22 picks, nine fumble recoveries, two sacks. It just was awesome. 14 playoff games started. Shout out to Don, man. Uh, you know, just being such a critical piece of not one but two Super Bowls and back to back. Probably should have had three. You know, I hate 
every single time I talk about this stuff, it always gets brought up, but you know, the, the Craig fumble and all that stuff, it's just what it was. But yeah, shout out to Griffin. He is an absolute stud. And in my opinion, and in pro football references opinion, the best number 29 to ever wear the red and gold. And just excited, you know, just to be able to talk and learn about these guys. I freaking love it. Now, if you're wanting to learn this year, and if you are one of those people that's just like, gosh, I got to watch football, I got to watch football. Well, we got you set up. Go check us out. And the number one way to support this show is over on Patreon. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast. And as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive, defensive, and special teams play from the last two and a half years. Every single game for the 49ers. Nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first one that shows up. Football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer? Or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. All right. Let's jump into some of this jargon, this roster talk that you need to understand because guess what? The Niners report here in two days. And you're going to start seeing a lot of this stuff. Okay, so I want you to understand the difference between active pup, pup reserve, injured reserve, NFI, non-football illness. I want you to know it all. This might not be the most fun conversation, but I promise you this is going to stop a whole lot of that clickbait articles and videos, so you ain't even got to touch them. I'm telling you right now what's important so that you'll know and understand exactly what they are. Now, the most common misconception is PUP, which stands for physical, physically unable to perform, P-U-P. There's two of them. There's active PUP and there's reserve PUP. Every single PUP that will take place in training camp will be on the active PUP. Now, here's what's important to remember. If you see the word active in there, that means they can activate anytime. If you see the word reserve, that means they're done, D-U-N, for a while, okay? So all of the players will check in on when, on uh, Tuesday, all the vets and whatever else. They show up tomorrow. And what's going to happen is they're going to start doing medical checks. They're going to do a physical. They're going to do weights, uh, like weigh themselves, all that kind of stuff. Then they're going to do conditioning testing. So if somebody comes in way overweight, 
they will put them on the pup until they lose some weight and get into the shape that the team wants them to be. Somebody shows up with a hamstring that's tight or an ankle that's swollen or ingrown toenail, which I've experienced as a coach. That's a major issue. Uh, whatever. Fill in the blank. Daryl uh, Luter Jr., he got put on this whenever he reported with the rookies, right? All those players will come in on the active pup. Now, here's what's important. If you get put on that, you can be activated anytime. So please remember that. But you have to start training camp on the pup. You cannot be put on it later on. That's why every single team will go through a very rigorous kind of detailed physical because if they're not healthy and 100%, they're going straight to the pup. Because you have to start training camp on the pup to qualify for the pup reserve. That's once the 53-man roster comes out, but hold on just a second. So here's the important things to remember with the active pup. You can be activated at any time. Player does count versus the 90-man roster. So, like, if you look at Daryl Luter Jr. right now, that he counts as a spot. Um, now, once activated from the pup, you can't go back on it. You're done with the pup for the rest of the year. Then you go to IR. Um, then they, If you're on the active pup, you can go to team meetings, and you can work on the side of the field. You cannot participate in walkthroughs, seven-on-seven, individual drills, any of those things. That's the active pup. Okay, so just understand those guys, pup active, they can be activated anytime. Okay, not a big deal. Pup reserve, that's big time different. That takes place after the 53 man roster is set. So we got a while for that. Now, to qualify for this, you have to start camp on the pup active. Does that make sense? So you got to already be injured, injured all through training camp, all through preseason. Then once the 53-man roster, you can be still on the pup. Then you do not count against the 53-man roster, okay? So a player that gets put on the pup tomorrow, if they stay injured, they don't count against the 53. This is where Kyle Shanahan's trickiness comes in. Because if Daryl Luter, if all the other corners ball out, all the other corners, Ambry Thomas is a stud. Samuel Womack's a stud. Deshaun Jamison, undrafted free agents, a stud. Miles uh, Hartsfield's a stud. Then they're just going to say, sorry, rookie, you're on the pup. Coach, I'm better now. No, you're not. And he'll sit on pup all year and not count against a 53-man roster. They'll bring him back next year. They did this with Jawan Jennings. Similar. They eventually cut him and brought him back, but it was sneaky the way they did it. So Jawan Jennings is somebody that they, rookie year never saw him. Never saw him. Brought him back. Didn't count against a 53. Boom. All that stuff. So they do this considerably. Uh, <laughs> Niners are pretty tricky with this stuff. Now, the IR. This is the injured reserve. If you get put on the IR before the 53-man roster, your season with the 49ers is over. Done. If you go on IR before the initial 53-man roster, you are over with the 49ers for this year. You cannot play with them under any situation. Now, what happens, a lot of back-end roster players get put on the IR. Um, this happened with Marcelino, uh, not Marcelino, um, Sorry Marin, the undrafted free agent linebacker that I really, really liked. He went on this, and what happens then is you can't play with the Niners that year. So what happens is the team and the individual, they come to an injury settlement, basically buy out the contract. Then that player can go play for any other team when they get healthy. So a lot of times with roster players that, let's just call it what it is, the 
you get a you get a six week injury. Niners don't have time for you to get better in six weeks. So they put you on IR for the year, knowing we're just going to come to an injury settlement and you're going to go somewhere else. That's what that is. Okay. So that's what the injured reserve before the 53 man. Now, if you make the initial 53 man roster, then go on IR, which we will have a lot of players do that. Sadly, the Niners do this all the time. You have to miss four games. You have to miss four. You can miss more. You have to miss four games. Now, how many players can be brought back from the IR? This year, it's eight. I put my hands in there. There we go. It's mirrored. Eight. Okay? So you get eight players that you can bring back a year. You are allowed to bring back a player twice. Did that with Elijah Mitchell last year. Okay? That counts as two. So if you bring Elijah Mitchell back, you got six left. That's the idea. Um so only eight times can somebody come back from injured reserve. Now, NFI, that's the non-football injury. That has to be an injury that happened before they signed the contract with the team or an injury that took place outside of football, like the jet ski incident with Naeem Hines, uh, which is awful, man. This is absolutely awful. But that's NFI. We did this last year with Kalia Davis. You remember? He got injured during the combine. They put him on NFI, sat him the whole year. Now you get a 21-day practice window to evaluate the player. The Niners activated him right before the playoffs, let him practice for three weeks. Then you have to decide, put him on the 53-man roster or back on the NFI. Niners put him back on the NFI. Whole last year didn't count for Kalia Davis. So this is technically Kalia Davis's rookie year. Even though he's on the team all last year, his contract tolls. So he has four more years under his rookie contract. And the new term is non-football illness. Last one we'll talk about. That's just not COVID. So if you get COVID, that's one thing. Non-football illness, that basically means player sick doesn't have COVID. Uh, it's some other, it's the flu. It could be whatever. Um, so hopefully that helps. <laughs> Probably uh, not the most fun, but it's what it is. Steven, how many players can you put on pup? No limit. Absolutely no limit, but you got to have players to play. So here's kind of how that works. If it's a guy that the Niners have long-term value for, they will keep them. If it's a back-end undrafted free agent, or if it's a back-end free agent that you find signed as filler, you don't have time for that. Get them out of here, coach. Get somebody else in. We just don't have time. The NFL gives talent more time. That's just the way that it goes. So, yeah, you could have 15 players on PUP. Probably won't be that. My guess is probably two to four players of the vets. Brock Purdy will be one of them. Um, yeah, Brock Purdy's got, I, I just, almost a certainty. There's no need to rush him back. Get him in the building. Allow your doctors to see him. Allow all those things. And who knows? But Brock Purdy will be on the PUP. That's not something to overreact to. It's expected. Um, I'm sure some people will try to blow it out of proportion, but that's not, he's going to be on the pup active, right? We'll see what happens and we'll start to get updates and blah, 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 blah. But we'll, we'll see how it's going. Yeah. Dave, what's up? The red shirt program. Niners do it better than anybody else. That's all we got to do. Oh, look at you after my own heart. Josh says, you got to talk about the herd signing. Ugh. I was probably, I don't know. I was so excited about Jalen Hurd. Man. 
And I had him so high on my wide receiver rankings. I had him ranked higher. And this is a mistake, but this is where I was and how much I liked him. I had Debo ranked accordingly. I had Debo ranked right where he went, right where he was drafted. Yeah, my top 50 players, whatever else. I had Jalen Hurd a couple spots up above him. And, man, I really thought that that dude was just going to change things. Turns out it was Debo, which was awesome. But, anyway, he signed. Uh, got to work out with the Patriots and just signed with them, and it's awesome. Yeah, good luck to him. Always root for success for everybody. But, dang, it hurt, man. Um, it just hurt. Uh, <laughs> it hurt. Uh, so, anyway, uh, Shot J, so many acronyms I need to remember. Two days later, I'll be like, John, it's so-and-so going on this. <laughs> I R N F I W T F list. I love it. Yeah, well, I got you covered. And so, yeah, Jalen Hurts, I'm happy for him. I'm glad that he's found. I want to see it. I just want to see it. I hate the Patriots. They're one of my least favorite teams. I hate their front office, hate their coaching staff. Can't stand them. But I love me some Jalen Hurts. Oh. Mm. Him and Kendrick Bourne, man, hanging out. So it's what it is. Now, let's go. To the topic of the hour, baby. Let's talk Nick Bosa. He's getting his deal done. There's no trade Bosa talks. There's no, come on, whatever. Everybody wants this deal done. The 49ers want it done. Nick Bosa wants it done. There's no animosity. It's not like what we went through last year with Debo. It's none of those things. It's just different. And to be fair, it could be cordial and different because Nick Bosa comes from a very different place than what Debo did. I mean we're talking about contracts and anytime you talk about contracts, you have to look at the top contracts in the NFL at that position. You don't have to go far to see Joey Bosa. He's the third highest paid player uh, on the defensive side of the ball or third highest defensive end or edge rusher. He's making 27 million. So he comes from a family of very high means means and his brother's been loaded for a while. And Nick Bosa's gotten paid ridiculously well because he hit an all pro he hit double pro bowl so that fifth year option he's already got a bunch of i think it's 19 million he's set to get this year so the two questions are when will the deal get done and two how much okay so let's talk about when and if breaking news happens and they got a deal done, you guys just let me know. Uh, <laughs> could happen anytime. This is another reason why I didn't want to wait to do this show was in the morning I got the John and Wayne show where we're drafting against each other and building our own defenses against each other, which is fun. But, man, I would have been sick to my stomach if I went and prepared all this stuff and then he signed his deal, which would be great news. Um, so I was like, man, I got I got to get this out there. Uh, it's what it is. It's got a short shelf life. Uh, don't want the milk to expire. So. Here's what the deals that he is competing against, and there's no competition really. The, the general rule is when the top player signs a new deal, it's 10 to 15% over the top contract at that position, right? So let's look at that then, okay? Who are the top edge players? And let's go 10 to 15% above that. TJ Watt has the highest at 28 million per year. Joey Bosa's second, 27 million. And then uh, Miles Garrett at $25 million per year. Now, the problem with that is none of those are new deals. None of those are new deals. TJ Watt's not new. Bosa's not new. Garrett's not new. Those, those are relatively, so like the 10 to 15% over, I think is a big deal. So if you do 
15% of TJ Watt's deal, that's $32.5 million a year. I think that's the floor. I really, really do. So $32.5 million, I think that's the floor of this deal. I think it's going to be higher than that. Now, if we look at the defensive tackles, the top defensive contract in the NFL is Aaron Donald. He's getting $31.6 million a year. So I, I think he has to beat that number. He's better than Aaron Donald Aaron, at this point in his career. I understand Aaron Donald's put up Hall of Fame stuff. I get multiple defensive players a year. He's amazing. But I don't even consider Aaron Donald to be the best defensive tackle in the NFL anymore. Yeah, I still think he's top three. Uh, but I, I'd say Chris Jones, Aaron Donald, Javon Hargrave. Like, that's kind of where it's at. But Javon Hargrave's older, whatever else you can go, whatever. Now, I think the deal comes out to just below... 35 million a year. I think 35 million a year is kind of what the Bosa side is going to be fighting for. And so my guess is a four-year extension. Now you have to remember they're going to inflate this numbers deal. The first number you see on any contract announced by Ian Rappaport or anybody, you fill in the blank, whatever, is from the agent or the player. The team never announces these things because they allow the player to have their heyday and to fill yay and pound their chest, and look how much money I made. So it's a four-year extension, but it's add on. It's an extension. It's added on to one year, $19 million. So you got to understand, all those numbers go together. So I think the extension aspect of this deal is going to be four-year extension for $138 million, which comes out to $34.5 million per year. Whew. That's a lot of money. Um, that is a lot of money. And awesome. Now, to further kind of look into this, how old is Bosa? He's 25. So if he does a four-year extension, that's five years left on his deal, he would be available to do another deal at age 30 season, which is fine. You look at the Von Miller deal. What did Von Miller get? Where's he at on here? He's somewhere on here. I'm not seeing him. Why is he not pulling up on there? Did I miss him? Let me pull this up a little bit. I want to look at the edge because when Von Miller got that deal, because he's older. Yeah, there we go. He got $20 million a year. And Von Miller is considerably older. He's 34 years old. He signed a six-year, $120 million deal. So Bosa's going to have time to get that other gigantic contract. Again, not that he's needing it, uh, but that's what it is. So anyway, that's where I'm at. I'm curious to see where you guys say, oh, we got an Mbappe deal, $373 million. Yeah, soccer gets different money, man. Uh, there is a little bit of difference there. There's no doubt about it. Oh, what's up, still looking? Appreciate the super chat. Very generous. Thank you. What's up, John? Just saying, what's up, brother? See you soon. Pay the man his money. Pay the man his money. Jason, oh, we got, we got royalty. If anybody knows about the cap, it's this guy. And 49ers cap, man, it is the absolute awesome site he says i think it's a five-year extension 35 million a year 110 million guaranteed 82 million fully guaranteed look at jason he jason hurley is just he's a beast man he's been on the show several times awesome dude i would love a five-year extension i want it to be longer my whole thing was if he does the five-year extension then it'll be 31 when it's time to redo a deal or whatever else and so it and again, a lot of this is just my philosophy. If I'm a player that's a stud, I want less years. You look at the Patrick Mahomes deal, 
He left so much money on the table. But for him, you know, he, he wanted to build a team and he was already pretty wealthy and whatever else. So, like, you know, that's his thing. Bosa, I don't know what his motives are. I Every player is different. Are you trying to maximize your career earnings? Are you trying to make it a team-friendly deal? We don't know. Um, yeah, Bosa's never been a me, me, me guy. So it, we'll just have to see what that looks like. But, man, I love these numbers from Jason. I would prefer, from the Niners' standpoint, I would prefer this deal that he said. Five-year extension, $35 million a year. If <coughs> Excuse me. Good Lord. <coughs> Almost died right there. If I was Bosa and wanted more money for me, I'd prefer what I said, the four-year extension, $34.5 million. So, you know, the guaranteed numbers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm with you, Jason. I want it as long as possible. I would have no problem giving him a 10-year deal. Von Miller got a six-year, $120 million deal just two years ago, and he was 32 years old. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with that uh, at all. So we'll see there. Now, the next question is, when will the deal get done? Okay, well, let's look at history. Fred Warner, he signed his j deal July 21st. That's KB God. That's passed. Kittle, August 13th. His deal took a while to get to. Well into camp. Debo, August 1st. So you've got these different days. And, you know, where I'm going to put it, I think it's going to go into a couple days into camp. <laughs> Look at Tommy. <laughs> Appreciate the super chat. Stetson Bennett will be lighter 2.0 F the Lambs. Yeah, I'm not too worried about Stetson Bennett. Uh, but who knows? Um, it, it, it's it's what it – maybe he'll be a stud. Maybe he'll be Brock Purdy 2.0. Who knows? Look at that. Uh, RTB, Matthew, look it out. Hit the water. There we go. M my trick is cough drops. I usually have cough drops in whenever I do solo live shows uh, just because – it's just safer that way. Uh, I had wanted to start the show, but it, it's gone. But anyway, I'm good now. Thank you. So I think the deal gets done Friday, July 28th. So the three days, they get in there, they practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's three days on, one day off, all training camp. Three active days, one day off. I think it gets done on the day off where they have all time just to sit there and just say, look, let's get this done. Let's get you out there Saturday. Let's get it all done. Now, I think Bosa shows up, but I don't think he practices. I wouldn't practice. And, in fact, I don't think the 49ers will tell him to practice. Hey, come on out. Be a part of the team. Whatever else, just wear your street clothes and just watch. Bosa don't need to practice. Not now. Bosa's in charge of Bosa. If, if Nick Bosa goes to Kyle Shanahan and says, hey, man, I want the day off tomorrow, Kyle Shanahan will say, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Day off, sir. Like, that's just the way that relationship is. Not that Shanahan's kissing his butt, but – Nick Bosa knows he is the professional of all professionals and you don't have to coach that guy too hard. He's coaching himself harder than anybody else will. So here we go right here. Kevin, what's up, Kevin with B and D gaming channel he says I'm saying August 7th. I like that. So I'm curious to see what you guys uh, say. I'm guessing Friday, July 28th, but man, uh, the sooner the better. Uh, that's all I got to say. And it, I'm not concerned. Debo was different because of the arguing and, you know, the trade requests and all that stuff. But I kept telling everybody last year, again, if you're new here, I kept telling everybody, 
Debo's not going anywhere. There's no way. He's more valuable to Kyle Shanahan than he is any other coordinator. There's no way they're letting him out the door. He has no leverage, no leverage. I kept screaming that, and people called me stupid, and I I, I still have that tweet bookmarked, and I go read the results in the comments, which some of y'all are in, uh, calling me an idiot and whatever. We always believe you, JC, but you're way off on this one. It's what it is. And so it, I just, I don't know. It, I'm not worried about this one. Look at Shot J. <laughs> uh, T recommendation, throat coat T. I've tried it. I hate it. I can't stand it, man. Uh, I'm from the South, man. Tea is supposed to have a pound of sugar in it. If you're drinking tea and it doesn't make you more thirsty with every drink, you're doing it wrong. That's sweet tea, baby, uh, which is impossible to find up here, and that's okay. Uh, I do not fault you guys. Sweet tea is the greatest contribution the South has made. I will stick to that. Now, before we jump to the greatest number 30 of all time, if you're coming out to a Niners game this year, you know you got to come party with us. Going to 49ers games is awesome. But what's even better than that is going to 49ers games with the faithful, joining the community. And we got you covered. The 49ers Rush Road Trip is going into its fourth year of bringing the faithful together. Night before parties, tailgates the day of. We got you covered. Go get your tickets at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Oh, I love it. We've got lots of stuff going on over there. Again, we've got 12 games up and ready. Just go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Come party with us. We always have a good time. Uh, if you don't have a good time, we'll do whatever we can to make it right. And the amount... I got this new office at the new house, which I freaking love, and it's got, like, a lot of storage. And giveaways are going to take a step up this year, and I'm pretty excited about it. The amount of stuff we have just collected throughout this off season to be prepared for these 12 trips. Because if you've been to one of our trips before, we're giving away six, seven jerseys every damn day. And so you multiply those out, you kind of figure out the numbers. And so <laughs> I should be buying stock. Uh, I'm pretty sure I put a lot of these guys, kids through college with uh, <laughs> the amount of <laughs> that I'm paying for all these autographed memorabilia, but excited just to give that stuff away, which, you know, it really pumped about it. Really excited about it. So hopefully you come out with this. If you have questions, hit us up as always, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. Now, before we get out of here today, who is the best number 30 to ever wear the red and gold? We got some fun recent ones. George Odom, the safety special teamer ace, he wears that currently. Was Jeff Wilson. He's changed numbers a couple times. Eric Wright was one. Um, but, man, we got to go old school. And we've got three old school ones right here. Lance Schulters from 98 to 01. He had an 18 AV score. Fourth round pick out of Hofstra was a defensive back. Had one Pro Bowl season. Um, six interceptions in 1999, which is awesome. You know, sophomore year, he played 66, uh, 56 games for the Niners. That's Lance Schulters. Um, then we get to a kicker. You got to give the kicker some love. Bruce Gossett was the kicker for the Niners from 1970 to 74. He has a 20 AV score. Listen to this. This is what's so weird and how much the game has changed from the 70s to now. Bruce Gossett goes out his first six years. He was with the Rams. Then he comes to the 49ers. He goes out and in 1973 led the NFL with the longest kick in the NFL that year, which was 54 yards, and led the NFL in field goal accuracy with 78.8%. All right, what the hell does that mean? 
I went back and looked at last year, 2022. Remember, Gossett led the NFL with a 78.8% accuracy field goals. 28 kickers had a better percentage than Gossett did last year. 28, where it had a better than 78.8%. I mean, just the game has changed. And again, Bruce Gossett's a stud and very thankful for the five years that he kicked for the Niners. He was great. Um, almost He made 99 field goals for us, which is great. But the game's changed. And now 28 kickers were better than that, which is awesome. Yeah, Eric Wright, love seeing that name on there. See that uh, still looking. But the best to ever wear, jersey number 30 for the 49ers, Bernie Casey. Old school, old school. 1961 to 66, a 43 AV score. Doubled up anybody else to ever wear that jersey for the 49ers. And he was Kyle Juszczyk before Kyle Juszczyk. Listen to this guy. Listen to the positions he played. Fullback, halfback, wide receiver, tight end. It's Kyle Juszczyk from the past, baby. He had four seasons for the Niners where he was top 10 in receptions in the NFL. Finished with just over 4,000 receiving yards, 27 touchdowns in his six years. Uh, but there were a lot of bad teams, uh, no playoff games during his time there. And then the worst thing about him, I, I wanted to leave this off, but I, I feel like it belongs. Back-to-back -back players who wore 30, one came from the Rams and Bruce Gossett, and one went to the Rams and Bernie Casey. And he had his one Pro Bowl year with the Rams right after he left us, which just kind of stinks. But uh, that's what it is. That's it. Yeah, right here, Dave. That's where they stopped uh, moving the goalposts, right? It's it's back in the day. But it's still part of who we are. And even though I never knew Bernie Casey existed before today, uh, I am thankful for the contribution that he brought to the, the faithful and what that means. And again, somebody that played fullback, halfback, wide receiver, and tight end, you got to have respect for. You got to. That's going to do it for us today. I want to say thank you guys even for this late show. Hopefully it didn't bother you guys too much. It was fun seeing some new names in the chat. I think the time probably made that easier. And as we get into training camp, especially Wednesday, um, we're going to start doing a lot more shows, which is hard to put, hard to imagine, but I'm excited about it. Um, and really excited for this next week. Pumped about it. If you come out to training camp, Come say what's up to the Rosie Cheek guy. I really want to take time to make sure I get to know more people. And until next time, that's going to do it for us here. Stay strong, faithful.